Well, welcome back to the Faithfully Entrusted Podcast with pastor, author, teacher, Dr. Travis Tyler. I am Zachariah Pugh, and I will be your host. I hope you had a, we hope you had a very Merry Christmas, and uh, you got to spend some time um, reflecting on what God has done for us. And if you haven't listened to our last two podcasts, they were very focused on Christmas. So go back and check that out as we are still in the Christmas holiday season. Today, uh, Pastor Tyler is going to talk a little bit about New Year's resolutions. That's kind of a big thing. Uh, for folks as we come into the new year. Uh, this podcast is being released on New Year's Eve, so there'll be all kinds of um, um, partying tonight, and people around the world will celebrate 2023, and uh, they will make resolutions. They'll make resolutions to go to the gym more, to stop smoking. Um, Travis is going to make a resolution to stop hunting bears uh, in his backyard, <laughs> which has been a problem for not. him the I last 10 not. years. It's on my bucket list. <laughs> but no, we, we all tend to make resolutions as Christians. A lot of times uh, there'll be a resolution. I'm going to read my Bible more. Or I'm going to go through the Bible this year. Or I'm going to learn more scripture. And gosh, we struggle. We do well in the first quarter, maybe, maybe even the first week or the first month. But do we finish strong? Do we finish strong? Did you make a resolution last year, Travis? And did you make um, a new year's resolution? No, I did not last year. No, okay. sorry. Okay. No, I'm that's going okay. I was to go- this year, though. I was going to say, if you did, did you complete it? Did you? No, I kind of, I kind of got depressed about them for a while, but I've rethought them. I mean, I, well, that's the point of this podcast, right? So, I want to talk about how we think about resolutions first. Okay, so, yeah, um, you know, a resolution. What, what is a resolution? First of all, right? I think a resolution is meant to be a prior decision that you have made that will guide your actions and behavior in the future, right? So if you make a decision to go to the gym, that means that on April the 12th in 2023, probably going to be at the gym for a half an hour, an hour, you know what I mean? And uh, you're, you know, whatever you tell yourself, it, it will help you to do both positive things and avoid negative things. Similar thing here, you know, with like uh, drinking, right? If I make a resolution, I'm going to stop drinking, then I don't have to have the conversation when I go into the store after work of, should I buy a keg this tonight? Should I buy a 24 pack tonight? A keg. Whatever. A keg, 24 pack. I mean, it might've been a really rough day. I was going to say, I mean? does that happen? Is that how you all the yeah. pastors do it? Well, I mean, you know, people, they don't buy a people, six pack. They buy you know, a keg. You, you never worked construction. Did you Zach? It's a rough day. Sometimes. <laughs> Very little. So, Very little. Uh, you know, you don't have to have this back and forth banter about, will I, should I, you have resolved yourself to do so. And so it makes life easier in one regard, but it makes it harder in that you have to sometimes sort of discipline yourself in the flesh. So really resolutions are tied to discipline, I think. So one of the things that we're going to talk about today, and I'll put it in the link, is Jonathan Edwards um, was a prominent Puritan pastor, and he was big on resolutions, I believe. So why don't you talk a little bit about him? Yeah, sure. He, you know, he was around in the 18th century for all of you that aren't history buffs. That's the 1700s, you know, colonial America times. So he, uh, he was around during the first great awakening, which I believe was a true legitimate work of the Holy Spirit uh, that swept through the American colonies in the mid 1700s. Edwards was a devoutly Christian man. And I would probably argue the best theologian that's ever walked on our soil in North America. So uh, his writings and teachings have a lasting impact on the church today, and he's remembered for his emphasis on personal conversion, the sovereignty of God, and the importance of holiness in the Christian life. 
Um, he was a strong advocate for education and instrumental in establishing some of the first, one of the first colleges in the American colonies, College of New Jersey, later, which became Princeton University today. Yeah, it's incredible. All those universities, Harvard, all of them started out as Christian universities. Mm-hmm. Not so much anymore. To train ministers, nonetheless. Right. Uh, so he's considered one of the most influential figures in American history and probably in American church history, maybe the most prominent figure. So that's that's who Jonathan Edwards is in a nutshell. And most people know him from high school or college. You were made to read one of his works, Sinners in the Hands of an Angry God. Uh, but he wrote a whole lot more than just that one sermon. Uh, there's there's historical record of him. You know, today we feel like, you know, you got to get on stage and you got to like wear ripped up jeans and have fog machines and lights and all this other stuff. <laughs> and do you know how Jonathan Edwards would deliver his sermons, Zach? Probably out in the middle of the woods from a wood platform. Well, no, he wasn't in the woods. He would go to, he would go to church meeting houses, but uh, he would just wear his doctoral robe he would push his glasses down on the tip of his nose. I know that our listeners can't say it, but like this. And he would read his sermon word for word off of the piece of paper where he'd penned it at a monotone level with no inflection. Yeah. And there's a recording that we did this once. He was preaching sinners in the hands of angry God. This just proves it's a work of the spirit. He was preaching that sermon in a church. And one guy was holding on. He was clinging to the pillar of the church, several of them. And they were saying, how then can we be saved? And so he had to stop the sermon reading it that way without any kind of lights or ripped up jeans or any of that. And he had to go down, lead people to Christ. And he went back up and finished his sermon. <laughs> yeah. It's a different that? world. It was a different world back then for sure. Yeah. So anyhow. All right. So Jonathan Edwards writes this. He's got, I think it's 70 resolutions and we're going to put the link in the podcast. You can read them for free. So you're sitting there in New Year. This you're going to be listening to this on New Year's Eve. I hope you're like, what should my resolutions be for next year? Take some notes from Jonathan Edwards. You don't have to adopt the exact same ones, although if you did, that would be wonderful, right? Uh, but let's just let's just run through a few examples here of his resolutions today, Zach. I think we've got some here, and and then I, my last little nugget today is is kind of resolution one from his book, and okay. we'll talk about that. It's probably kind of the most critical, but um, here, here's a few of his resolutions. So one, resolve to strive for the mortification of sin in my life. Now, mortification is kind of a $10 theology word. It just means to put to death. So he's saying, I'm going to, I'm going to strive. I'm going to do everything within my power to put sin to death in my life. Uh, Which reminds us, we got to constantly be on guard against sin and to seek rid of ourselves of it in all areas. So it's going to mean strong barriers. And, and, you know, you may have a propensity for one sin over another, right? You might be, you know, gluttony might be more your problem. If you're in the Baptist church, that seems to be a problem all of us pastors have. <laughs> you love you love to eat. You eat. Some people eat to live. Some of us live to eat. And, you know, that's, right. that's the, that's the thing. Uh, some of it's going to be sexual immorality. Some of it may be, but some of it might be other areas. You know, are you, you know, leading effectively as you should, as you've been called to as head of household? Are you submitting, if you're for the ladies that are listening, are you um, showing Christ-like submissiveness to your husband and, mon- and modeling that for your children so that they can see what a strong marriage looks like? You know, there's a lot of areas where you could do that because there's a strong pull. I mean, you know, the feminism has gotten past the original intention of the original feminist into this very ugly war of the sexes that we're in in our culture now and is very unhelpful uh, to both men and women. 
And so, you know, are we fighting that with a countercultural biblical view that we have? Uh, second of all, resolve, another one of his resolutions, resolve to strive for the exercise of all virtues. The re, This resolution encouraged us to strive to live out the virtues of love, kindness, compassion, Christ-like qualities in our day-to-day life, you know. Talked about that last um, week. Go ahead. No, we talked about that last week. Yes. Yeah, no doubt. And it shouldn't just be, you know, we're going to do this for a little while or whatever, but we're going to do this every day. Uh, resolve to be diligent in prayer. This is a resolution that reminds us to prioritize time with God in prayer and to seek a deep relationship with Him. Uh, you, you know, you cannot, um, you cannot be excited about a relationship that you don't ever talk to the person and have no interaction with. And so. Uh, the more time you spend with the Lord, it shows, you know, and people can tell it makes a difference. Uh, resolve to read the Bible every day. This resolution encourages us to make time to read the Bible and study it daily so that we can grow in our understanding and knowledge of God. So I think those are four pretty good ones to get started. You can look at the other 70 that are going to be in the show notes. These are examples of the kinds of resolutions that we as believers can help to make grow, grow us in our faith and honoring God in the new year. So I would encourage us all to do that. You know, if you if you're not if you've been kind of lax in church attendance, maybe this is the year you make a resolution. Make the decision now, on December thirty first, for the next fifty two Sundays, that you're going to make that a priority to be under the preaching of the word, and to be near that Christian community that is right there near you for that sharpening and that encouragement and that joy of knowing a local body. You know. Uh, make that decision now. So to put a bow on this, you would be for resolutions because some people would say are resolutions even a good thing? Yeah, I would. I would be for resolutions. I would be for good resolutions for Christian believers, not for silly resolutions. Like, you know, I'm going to quit, you know, drinking Mountain Dew or whatever, you know, I mean, maybe you do need to quit drinking Mountain Dew, but I kind of think that, you know, these are more foundational. So yeah. Setting expectations for yourself to have a good year and to do what you need to do. Well, if you'd like to reach out to us, there's a couple of different ways to do it. Our email is faithfully entrusted at gmail.com. You can always text us or call us at six or uh, 423-707-2504. Reach out to us. Tell us what you think. We'd love to hear from you. If there's a topic that you'd like Travis and I to discuss, we would love to take it on. We really appreciate your listenership. Please share our podcast with others. And uh, you can find this podcast wherever pod, wherever podcasts are listened to iTunes, Spotify, uh, Google Play, everywhere where uh, our our podcasts are available, you can listen to it. All right, Travis, you didn't give us a nugget last week. This week we get a nugget. Drop it on from us. The, from the man himself, Jonathan Edwards, it's actually Resolution 1 and Resolution 2. And these are critical, particularly in the time that we live in, okay, uh, where the culture is saying that you need to live this way. You need to live a way that is, you know, in, in appliance and application with what we think is right. Jonathan Edwards says this resolution one, I will live for God. Simple enough. Right. And then resolution two, here's where he gets you. If no one else does, I still will. Mm-hmm. That is the, that is the countercultural ne- message that our culture needs to hear. So I think at a minimum, the foundational resolution should be, I'll live for God and right with Edwards even if no one else does. I love this resolution so much. It used to be on my office door, those two resolutions. So 
Very, very good. Well, good stuff. Thanks for dropping that on us. And um, we will put that into the podcast notes. So if you want to see more, study more, you can and uh, learn more about Jonathan Edwards, a great man of God that we will all get to meet one day when we get to eternity. Well, for Dr. Travis Tyler, I'm Zachary Rappi. We hope you have a happy new year. We hope you have a great 2023. And it starts like we talked about today in the foundations of the gospel, spending time with the Lord in prayer. Uh, and then also opening that Bible up every day and spending time with him. You can't have a relationship with somebody you don't ever connect with and talk with. Travis talked about that today. So please do that. We'd love to see you come alongside of us. If you have ideas for our podcast, please don't uh, hesitate to uh, to bring it to us. And when we return in 2023, we'll get back to the foundational gospel uh, traits of a Christian. And we'll do that um, starting in January. So please join us for that. For Dr. Travis Tyler, I'm Zachariah Pugh. Join us next time when we open God's Word to find out how Christ has faithfully entrusted us with His Word. We will see you next time. Happy New Year. Until next time. Happy New Year.